This is Wordfall, with historical novelist Rosanna M. White, offering our words to the Lord at the crossroads of faith, family, and fiction. A year. A couple years ago, I decided to read through the Bible in a year, and I've read through the Bible several times now, and I've done it in a year a couple different times. And one of the things I really learned was about history and God and faith. I can't hope to just put it all in one podcast, but I wanted to dwell on some of the lessons that struck home, if just a few right now. God is deliberate. He doesn't direct us randomly. He doesn't say, yeah, do whatever. I'll make it work. He has a particular plan. And when you don't obey it, you can't expect his blessing. We might not always understand why he says, do this one day and don't do this same thing the next day, but there is a reason. And we need to seek him first, not after we've already made our decisions, but also trust that no matter what we do, if we're seeking him, he will redeem it. Details matter. That's the thing I took most from all the descriptions of Noah's Ark, the Ark of the Covenant, and the temple. Each detail was given with precision. Each detail was carried out with precision. Each detail was worth recording with precision. We as readers millennia removed might find some of those details boring, but they matter. Every detail of our lives matter. And we, as living temples of the Lord in this day of the Spirit, need to remember that. If God was so particular about the articles brought into the temple and how each was to be used, don't you think it matters what we fill our hearts and minds with? Obedience is a sign of our hearts. Sometimes we might be confused by why Cain's offering was rejected, or why the sons of Aaron were struck dead for getting a few details wrong on the sacrifice, why touching the Ark of the Covenant to steady it killed a guy. But it's like this. God tells us very particularly what to do and what not to do. If we disobey knowingly, it means we think our way is better than God's way. Talk about pride, right? I've gotten over thinking God was cruel to do what he said he'd do, and I'm more amazed it doesn't happen more often. God cares about our little things. Like the axe head for which he rewrote the laws of physics, the missing coin of the woman at the well, the short man who just wants to see over the heads of the crowd. He cares. He meets those needs. Sometimes in simple ways, come down, Zacchaeus, I will dine with you today, and sometimes in miraculous ones. But no matter how, he answers. God is everywhere. We learn about his omnipresence as kids, right? God can be everywhere in the universe at once. Sure. But what really matters is that he's where we are. In exile in Babylon, in the depths of our sorrow, in the bottom of a lion-filled pit, in a fiery furnace, in a depleted storeroom, in a drought-choked field, in a flooded valley. God is there in whatever problem we're facing. He's there in the shouts of victory. He's there waiting for us to reach out, to call, to cry for him. He's there waiting to tell us when and how and where to move. God knows us by name. Maybe that sounds silly, but this read-through also reminded me of the power in names. Exactly twice in the Bible, we hear that God told his true name to someone. First, an angel who was given leave to slaughter the disobedient in the camps of Israel, and a few chapters later, to Moses. His name gave those two creatures power to do what no one else in history has done. 
The name of Jesus will make knees bow in all the universe. The names he gives to his servants signify their hearts and their purpose. And he knows us by name. Not just the name our parents chose for us, but the name that encapsulates all we are, all we can be, all we will ever do. He knows that name. He whispers it to us when we need it most. He calls us rock when we feel pretty tempestuous. He calls us deliverer when we feel like a coward who has run away. He calls us wise teacher when we feel like an outcast in a strange land. Sometimes I wonder what my true name is or where he's leading me next, or if the small details of my life are pleasing to him. Sometimes I wonder if I'll ever conquer my weaknesses, or learn to fully, truly, always obey. Sometimes I wonder if I can ever be what I know I should be. But you know, reading through those old stories, I learn anew that whatever I am, if I lay it at the feet of God, if I cling to the hand of the Savior, then it's enough. Whatever I have, it's enough, so long as I give it back to him. Not just my extra, but my best. All for him, because he is all to us. Check out rosannamwhite.com for information about me or my books, and to subscribe to my newsletter. This episode of Wordfall is brought to you by Bookish Teas and Totes, bringing you t-shirt and tote bags for book lovers created by book lovers. Check out bookishteesandtotes.com to see our latest designs. Wordfall is a proud part of the White Fire Podcast Network. Please visit whitefire.tv slash podcast for other shows I know you'll love.